Welcome to Thurco's Podcast. Joe? Copa. We're doing this. Turn it down is what you're saying? Yeah, turn it up. Turn it up. Turn it up sideways. Fucking full effect as fuck. Uh, there was a, a wind advisory yesterday in Lake Charles, and I guess this is like the aftermath of it, man. It's been like blustery as all get out, dude. Blustery. Blustery. You don't ever use that word? <laughs> That's a new one for me, man. <laughs> blustery. Blustery is. I think that was on like, uh, what is that? Uh, Winnie the Pooh. No way. You made that up. No, no, nah, dude. No. Like, Google that shit right there. We'll you, already got, you already got me checking you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to pull out my thesaurus on this one. I think I'm going to actually buy you a thesaurus at, at some point in time. I could use it's it. A, it's a good read, man. Like, you know, compare and contrast, dude. Yeah, the yeah. Po- <laughs> <laughs> our yeah, fans right, out there probably you. hate like. <laughs> but we are deep in the void. Actually, we're not that deep. We're deep enough. You know, we're sitting here with not only myself, we got Joe, we got Charles, and we're joined today with the first time of Mr. Donnie. Donnie, how are you, brother? Doing pretty good. You look good, man. Thank you, you man. You always look good. Every time I see you, you got a smile on your fucking face, dude. It like brightens up my day. Perma smile, baby. I like it. I like it, and I like, and like I said, I like that hat, man. It's a. I wish I would have asked you that prior, but uh, it's. I, I'm a hat guy, like I said, and I, I, I like what you got on your dome, dude. Positive creations. Shout out Chris Dyer. Hell yeah, man. And uh, how did you meet that cat? Uh, we actually met in the playa at uh, Burning Man. Back in 2009, my one my one burn, uh, we were just kind of randomly wandering the playa in the middle of the night, looking through some art exhibits, seemed to be a little lost. You said the playa is a uh, one-mile diameter. Yeah, it's a big circle in the center of Burning Man that's reserved for just the art installations, and the center of it is the Burning Man. And, uh, yeah, it's about a one-mile diameter, like a clock. And, um, and yeah, we were just kind of stuck in there for a little while. Found him. He wasn't really speaking too much English at the time. Had just really kind of come to America recently, I believe. And, uh, yeah, just kind of helped him find his way, connected, and then realized later on he was an incredible artist. Spreads a lot of positivity. Right on, man. I I, I appreciate that his artwork from from just like the look of the hat is the design and the inside, too. The Mm inside is what got me, man. I used to have a hat that had uh, naked mole rats on the inside of it. But then... You know, how it goes with splitting up with wonderful ladies. It's always a creation of terribleness, and they take the good stuff with them. Yeah. Shout out to all the ladies out there taking all the good shit from Cobot. <laughs> I digress. Uh, but anyway, Charles, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. <laughs> you look good, man. Thank you, bro. I know you mean that. I, I, I really do, man. Like, like I say, every time we hang out with any of the guys that from the, the Void family... That you introduced us to, it's it's always just like just nothing but positivity and great times, man. Always a memory to be made and never forgotten. We try to keep it positive, man. Got to. Like, and walking around the ground still, it was like you'll see all these signs that you may have noticed before, but there's always like, be kind or be nice or leave. I'm like, you know what? Damn right. 
damn right. Yeah. Most of the time, people that aren't nice don't leave, though. <laughs> and we're still nice to them. <laughs> gotta be, man. You, got, you know, it's... Yeah, to you know, bring they, them in the circle. They come in. around. Yeah. So uh, you off the road for right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we just we just did um, a few runs. Uh, we did uh, Hattiesburg and uh, Jackson not too long ago, and we did a big festival in New Orleans, Hawks for the Cause. It's been pretty weird with uh, Will. Uh, he's he hurt his uh, shoulder, like separated his shoulder snowboarding and like that broke damn. his wrist, broke broke a few ribs and stuff. That damn picture y'all posted, dude! It it killed me, man, because he was just like eating snow in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> Poor buddy. <laughs> I'm not sure which picture you're talking about. Which one? It's all on Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah, it shows him in the cast, and then like you slide over, and then it's just him in snow. Mm. Yeah, dude, he was in a lot of pain. Like, I saw him fall, and I was, like, a little bit down the mountain. And I didn't even take my board off to, like, go hike up and, like, check on him. I just knew he was hurt, so I just skied straight down and got um, ski patrol. They went and got him on a uh, on a snowmobile and brought him down, and he was in a lot of pain. It was crazy. But he just had surgery. So we had to do, like, a, a couple of shows without him, which is, is, is hard, you know, because he's our singer, and people kind of expect to see will you know he's a, definitely a, a staple in the in the band but uh it was different and interesting to overcome a lot of the adversities that we faced because uh by not having him on how many times have you all had to play without him that makes like four three or four times and that's that's like very few and far between like yeah <clears throat> yeah and i had to like i had to sing some and it was just it wasn't Will, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, though. Uh, so who who filled in for him on guitar? Uh, our buddy Keegan on Corks. Yo, oh, yo, man, Corks. love yeah. Keegan, Keegan, man. Yeah, Hell yeah. of a guy, dude. Yeah, he did a great job, man. He, good deal. I could have never like got on with another band and, and, and learned an entire repertoire of um, our discography of music, and he did it. He stepped up. It was challenging. And, He's a uh, badass dude. So that was like the the most recent shows, like you said, from uh, from Mississippi to Mississippi, Jackson, and uh, New Orleans, and then we did a we did a show in Destin as well that I didn't even get to make. But I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck dies grasses right here, right now. What? Well, so Will's recovery is coming through though. Yeah. Yeah. Sure yeah. He's want- feeling a lot better. Good deal. Is he noodling yet? Yeah, he he played a, a couple songs uh, at Hogs. Okay, and uh, I think he, I think he'll be back on the uh, on, in the saddle. And Hogs for the Cause is a benefit show towards, um, what is it's it? Like pediatric brain cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I I just learned of that from <laughs> from from TikTok and Instagram. Uh, I I haven't heard of it. Where's that uh, held at? In New Orleans. In New Orleans. Okay. Yeah, they've they've done it a couple times, like over in like the West Bank and. Uh, elsewhere but it's um primarily in new orleans right on man that's awesome uno lake front arena what's that uno lake front arena that's where they've been oh okay okay doing it right on the lake good deal so man like um i got a list of like some of y'all shows coming up of just this month i try not to go anything for the past just keep things like in time relevant you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying so with uh right now what i'm looking at is uh the 14th the uh, 
what you got going with Zoom Squads and Secret Stash at uh, uh, B Artistic Fest. Oh, Chelsea's. Yeah, Chelsea's. Chelsea's that's that's, that's the, the, secret, uh, the after party, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and it's really cool. Um, our homie Terex um, is putting it all together. It's B Artistic. Really cool festival in, in Baton Rouge. They have uh, a lot of like the eclectic, more eclectic bands and artists coming out for that. And um, and we're gonna do the after party at Chelsea's. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a, quads. Is that something trying to like get a po- off the ground running? Uh, it seems or, like it's it's gonna be a cool party. I, I didn't have anything to do with it, but I can't wait to go. Right on, man. It's gonna be dope. All right, Corks is playing that too. And like I'm learning so much, just like from us, just like I mean, we've always been we've been friends for like 15 years, you know. But like you guys, like we we have always like lived through y'all, you know. But seeing all these festivals, even like the ones that. You would never know if there wasn't social media, you know, like like mm-hmm. even like the like the San Marcos coming up, the Martian Fest. Mm-hmm. I have no idea about that. If that was, you know, yeah. So like whoever books y'all shit is got y'all in mind, <laughs> dog. Like, like y'all are like blessed to have whoever the fuck is booking y'all, man. Yeah, man, it's a lot. Uh, that it's Hunter does a lot, and uh, our, our our new manager Wes, who actually manages ticketing for Jazz Fest. Right on. Okay, uh, he's just a awesome dude really knows what he's doing as far as the business size of the industry and and uh he's really helping us make the right decisions and helping us get really cool gigs too but yeah hunter does i would say if not majority of 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 like networking as far as getting us shows and yeah right on, we're man. lucky to have hunter yeah shout out hunter man you got something over there? Huh? Big motherfucker. No, yeah. I'm just listening to you. Oh. <laughs> what, I can't listen for a change? Uh, no, you can. You can. You know, let, let me, let me. you know, do something for a change. <laughs> you do the majority of the listening, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could, man. I would like to sit back and stuff like that. But, like, with, can't like. carry all that weight on your shoulders. With, like, going through, a, like, you know, performing all these music festivals, is it, like, bring the inspiration to help develop with, you know, the void and stuff like that? Just, like, you know, like, seeing these ideas and, you know what? I like that, but let's put our twist on it, or like, you know, not like, you know, getting and grabbing from someone else, but like, you know, just helping influence the void that y'all. Because I know, like, Donnie helps like tremendously with everything, but with what y'all have going on here. Mm-hmm. So, like, is it a is it a big influence just to participate Absolutely. in all these? It's always been our goal to uh, like with the band to play like festivals and travel around and do like yeah we want to do the big ones but it, it's really cool to fill up your entire schedule mm-hmm. just showing up to random towns where there's like two stages and you know and and it, it's a goal of ours to headline these smaller ones so that we can play have larger slots in the bigger ones right on so and it's happening you know you show up to these little towns like hey my my family have a, has a farm out in the middle of you know kentucky we're throwing a festival you know and you get over there and it's like you see festivals going through all the issues that we've been through, but I feel like we've been through more issues because we always bite off more than we can chew, but it always works out in our favor for some reason. Um, just because a lot of the festivals that we go to don't go through all the trouble of, of the type of production that we, that we put into, uh, and the love that we put into this property, because we're honestly lucky to have a spot like this. Cause a lot of the festivals are renting places through mun- municipalities and, and the city and and uh, we can kind of this is our own little sandbox out here so right on literally <laughs> it is man like 40 acres of just like infinite just I- ideas of just development right yep yeah but it took us a long a long time to get there you know like three years ago i'd say out of 
the seven years that we've been doing this. Mm-hmm. We've we've always done it like in borrowed somebody's spot or you know in the middle of a cow pasture where we had right. to build and then tear everything down the next day. Like we had talked about it before. Like some of like the what is it, the first the first two fets were like held in uh, one was like in Iowa, right? And that was the first party. It was a two story house. Okay, uh, party. And um, we almost the quadraholics almost brought the second story down, <laughs> Shit. and a bunch of people almost got hurt, but they didn't, and it was great. But we realized that we needed to move it outdoors. <laughs> Did y'all see that video of that that second floor collapsing at like this college party? Yeah. That is that terrible. Exactly. Yeah, that, yeah, that is happened. that is dangerous as shit. Yeah, yeah, man, that can happen. So. Party outside, baby. Party outside, man. Hey, uh, speaking of party outside, that new uh, little cut you did over there, like the little uh, little walkabout you brought us on earlier, dude. That's a that's a sweet little, you know. I, I like the hills in it, you know, how it's just not like planed out, you yeah. know, and graded out and stuff like that. There's a lot of potential there, especially with camping. And like you said, you're mm-hmm. trying to bring um, what stage over there? Just a stage over there. Just a stage over there. Stage, but it's uh, the whole area itself, and this is some undisclosed information. But it'll be it'll be a. um, I'm sorry. No, it's all right. It'll be a. uh, We're rolling out a new part of the property. We 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 constantly unlock parts of the property because each part takes so much work, and each year the 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 individual spaces start developing and becoming what they are. But this one is like a final connection of what we're calling a figure eight of um the main circles of the of the festival route um this will be the new new part or the new location will be uh called tootie town for fed devoy tootie town tootie town yeah. i like that and um we're gonna um let our homies christinak and xander and major and a bunch of our heady friends that like to stay up all night uh run our late night stage right on over there um by uh, the skitter and like the 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 figure eight is is just it is what it is like the infinite loop of just travel like, like you can go from one to there always crossing paths yeah. yeah I like that pretty much yeah dude right on man so like let me ask you this y'all played with lettuce before right no no um, no no because uh, we we've played we our, our last uh, big show in New Orleans uh, it was called Carnivoid that was our Mardi Gras ball I wanted to I, I so wanted to go to that man. we played with uh, Adam Deitch. Who is uh, the drummer for Lettuce? We didn't play with him. We we shared the bill with um, Break Science. Break Science, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I've seen because uh, uh, it's uh, one of the guitar players is Eric Krasno, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for, he was one of the original. One yeah. of the originals. The yeah, uh, we had seen him. Uh, Devin, Devin, shout out uh, Ice Chest. Uh, you know Devin Ordo. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he. Uh, I want to jam with Devin, man. Dude, we all need to jam bring his ass out of fucking old piece of loose ass, dude. Because that's where <laughs> that's where he's at. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out uh, Mama's Chicken <laughs> But uh Oh yeah Mama's Chicken dude. Man it's, it's so good it's, it, it's like Mama made it But uh Yeah he had Introduced me to Cause uh We had played a show With the Army Sonic uh, At the uh Alexandria River Fet And then Eric was there Um uh, As like a A primary gig And I was like Man He's gotta be more than this Like dude It's fucking lettuce And I've I've heard of lettuce and I had forgotten about lettuce, but I forgotten how about how like great lettuce is. And now I listen to it on like a weekly fucking basis. Mm-hmm. And like within each album, they they it's it's kind of like y'all. It's like a different piece of of sound that m- makes the whole idea whole. If that makes any sense at all. Yeah, they're just really pocket like funk. Yeah, <laughs> solid, really good um, songwriting and and like 
I call it space funk. Yeah, Dude, space it's fucking like good, man. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I've been smooth. I've, Galactic I've, funk. I've never been let down by any any sound they've ever like, ever put out. Just like just like you motherfuckers, man. But Thanks, uh, y- y'all doing that with uh, what, that's uh, on uh, the May fourth. Y'all playing with yeah. The, May fourth is at uh, the days between at the. Um, Fallburg yeah, it'll be the Brewing. Wednesday in between Jazz Fest. Oh, Jazz that's Fest at the Fallburg Brewing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I almost got my information mixed up because I uh, had me oh. some early brews this t- today. Uh, I apologize. Hey, can I throw a question in on that? <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Man, so, are are y'all going to be dressed up as like stormtroopers for May the Fourth be with you? Yeah. I got you, bro. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm one of those cliches. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> not, not bad. And we're back. <laughs> but uh, y'all are uh, going to be playing uh, Lettuce uh, Rebirth Brass Band, uh, Honey Island Swamp Band, and the the Rumble. What is the Rumble? You don't know? Rumble is like, um, it's a new band. Uh, I don't know how. I know uh, Chawa or some like 101 Runners or, you know, something like that. One of those groups kind of like partially disbanded and then kind of re- revamped. Okay. So they have like Mardi Gras Indian, you know, just like that good New Orleans funk, you know, all, and, the, all, and, the, all the good. And you guys are playing with Chawa on the May 8th as well. A broadside. A broadside, yeah. Yeah, right on, man. Awesome. Yeah, we got some really cool Jazz Fest stuff coming up. See, I, I just wish... Jazz you- Fest is some of the best times in New Orleans, not because of the actual festival, but all the stuff that goes on every single night during the week of because jazz fest being two weekends all that week in the middle is just stuff going on constantly it's just it's almost like oh another mardi gras right right i wish we lived closer man i feel like i just miss out on so much stuff but i got a career change hopefully in the next couple months to where i'll have consecutive two weeks off so i can get down and dirty like i used to i can i can plan around that too because like about to start pimping again, dude. Fucking like backhanding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not so much. All right, <laughs> too much. Yeah, a little bit too much. I, I'm sorry, man. But <laughs> but um, but uh, getting back to like all these festivals and stuff. Like, I'm figuring out so many more things to do. It's like one of my favorite things to do, of course, once a year is be a, to attend. You know y'all's festival right but getting back to it like what are like y'all play some of the the same festivals each year and y'all are playing new festivals each year right yeah like reoccurring festivals that's what i'm talking about some 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 have us back and some don't hogs ha- has been having us every year which is awesome i think we played their festival more times than anybody has i think they just kind of like want us as like a regular Hogs house band. Hell yeah, <laughs> it's man. Pretty cool. But when y'all go to like Colorado, it's like it's just a different different atmosphere when you go to Colorado. Or is it the same area of Colorado and stuff like that? Or like if you were to go to like, like, like every time we go to Colorado, what are you asking? Like, um, like a like a like a rise festival. Have y'all played that before? No, no, we haven't played that. I'm pretty ex- pretty yeah, excited. that's gonna be a really cool festival. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Did y'all yeah. play some shit in like Ohio or I think something? it's only the second year of a rise really? i think i think last year was the inaugural year so so you're asking if we play the festivals more like, or do the, these festivals just happen every year well, like what, no what i'm getting at is like uh they're re like for the reoccurring festivals that y'all have performed at mm-hmm. out of those which may be your favorite which one is my favorite yeah 
I guess summer camp, but it was really cool for a big festival, but mm-hmm. also not too big. Um, it was just it was really cool. I would like I really like to go to Electric Forest, but I, I haven't. Been I, I've that, been wanting but, to go to that too. But um, there's just some some festivals that you go to, like the ones I was saying earlier, the those sneaker festivals that you know that like that we not may not be headlining but we're like the second uh tier band or something and and you know there's like six to a thousand people there and it just really creates a, a special experience that you didn't even expect right you, know, you you can expect to go to bonnaroo and have a good time because mm-hmm. it's bonnaroo and it's huge but you, it's these little sneaker ones that that you know are really dope because so like, you uh, meet tight yeah, net they're intimate you know yeah yeah well, that's what uh, all about where we're at right now everything about it is is it's I've met so many great people within just the confines of these grounds, man. And it is, it is very intimate, you know, and everybody is just so, so willing to, to help and be a part and, and appreciate everything about it. And I, I know it's like that with a lot of places too, but I haven't had a lot of experience in like the festival world in like, you know, as a, the widespread music venue. I mean, I've been to, fucking some festivals but those are metal festivals that's different you know and it's a a lot miserable (laughs) a lot way more miserable than than these types of festivals that you guys are introducing me to you know yeah i didn't know about festivals until like 2016 honestly oh yeah yeah i've been to some that um no i won't be back 2012 (laughs) was my first one i went to wani in 20 maybe it was 2012 i'm tripping 2013 Wani. I saw the Almond Brothers. It was one of the last times that they performed. Hell yeah. Yeah. That was my first festival. Kind of spoiled me. I think that's part of the reason why we do our festival like we do. I missed the first Bonnaroo. And then I went to the second one. And then I went to the next five or six after that. Yeah, you want to talk about festivals. You need to be talking to this dude over here, bro. I'm a, I'm a lame when it comes to... No, I, I, no, I, I spent too much <laughs> not time to, not working to be over a creeper, here. Nothing, but I, no, I love following Donnie on all of his social platforms because creeper. motherfucker don't stop, man. You don't stop. Can't stop. You, you're not going <laughs> to stop, man. And it's just like... like <laughs> I try to sometimes, but uh, it always gets pulled back, you know? Yeah, but you're, you're living, man. Yeah. You're, you're living in like some ways that people don't have the opportunity to is what i'm getting at you know and like sure. and like to see because like you and i we're, we're we're friends you know and like like man that dude there you know like you ain't got any questions man ask donnie you know he, he, he he's he know he's in the know about it you know yeah and i appreciate that man and like like i said like we're and that's one one great thing about like where we're at currently in location geographically is because there's nothing like this around this whole entire area in the state like this right here you know and you guys you know pull your fucking bootstraps up and i don't know what to say about it and y'all just fucking get it done you know and it's 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 a <laughs> i don't know i said it three times but it's a natural organic experience you know we don't pull our bootstraps we pop our g-strings boy well um tell you a little story you know it was like Maybe 13 years before I met these guys, I had this, you know, wild experience, and I was just dreaming about shit and just seeing things, and I just wrote my notebook how, like, one day I just want to, like, do a music festival in the middle of nowhere in Louisiana. Right on. You know? And then 13 years later, I meet these cats doing their thing. But how'd you how'd you meet these guys? I've always wanted to ask you this. Uh, I met Charlie first. Um, it was 
on a night that I was maybe out a little late on a school night or something like that. And uh, it might have been four in the morning or something of those parts. And uh, this guy comes up to me and he's like, hey, man, I'm Charlie. And I'm like, oh, I'm Donnie. And in my head, I'm like, man, I do that to people. (laughs) People don't usually do that to me, you know. And I'm like, well, hey, man, I'm getting out of here. Like, I finally, like, had my limit, you know. So I'm turning around to walk out. And I see him turn around and talk to, I think it was a young lady came up. And I hear him in the back of my ear say, I'm in a band. I was like, oh, shit. So I turned around, went back in. And I was like, yo, what kind of band you in? And at the time, he would probably wouldn't just say these two words. But that night, he said, funk psychedelic. Hell yeah. And I was like, well... That's my favorite two words in the music <laughs> vocabulary, and you just hit both of them. You got an A plus 100 on that one. So I was like, when y'all playing again? He's like, tomorrow night, 1 a.m., BBC. I was like, well, I never get off work after midnight, so definitely I'll be off. I'll, I'll be there. Next night, I walk into BBC, see these dudes. There's like maybe eight to ten people in there. They're playing this like free show, just like hustling, getting the grind on, just getting to town, doing the thing. 1 a.m. dude we used to do 1 a.m. three, say, like, three hour set at 1 a.m. and it would uh with no breaks that shit was crazy bro yeah and so first time i saw him like immediately i was digging the music it was, it was something different it was something you know fresh original it hit a lot of things that i liked and then it did other shit that <clears throat> made me like oh what do i do here like i don't i don't know how to react to this kind of stuff but i kind of like it yeah you know so it definitely like, expanded some things on me but uh but yeah that's when we met and i think that night or a couple nights after they're like yeah we're throwing this little we have a little festival throwing it's like in a month you should come out there and i was like okay bet and then went to my first one not really knowing anyone but which one was that that was at manual ranch yeah brett manuel's grandparents uh ranch it was like just a cow pasture would would that been the second or the third uh that would have been because i went to the um, first of two of those I went to two of those. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would have been the second. So the first one after the house party? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then number Tight. and then number three was impromptu, right? Was that the third? The one that was supposed to be way out there past Cypress Road? No, no. So the, so the, the, the one on the... That would have been the fourth one if you count in the house party. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, house party, then two at the ranch. Then it was Papa Charles' spot. Mm-hmm. That got canceled. Plan the, B happened here. Plan B, yeah. And then rescheduled the next fall, which set us to the date we now use. I still like, do. Like, I, I relive Plan B constantly because that was just like the one of the. That, that was my, my first introduction to it, you know? Like I said, like, me and Charlie used to skateboard in that warehouse up there. Yeah, that's a different. That's a, uh, an interesting, like, first experience for a festival. You get to really see, like, the what can go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I, I also you get to see like people coming together and 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 overcoming adversity, yep. and um, especially in Louisiana, our adversity is the weather. Yep. I like so. to say, what goes down must come up. Oh yeah, I I always say you got to get down to get up, man. Mm-hmm. Got to get. But down. that that was one of my like one of my favorite memories because like yeah even even when like you you guys moved everything I I mean I guess that helped so whenever we moved everything to the warehouse you know mm-hmm. it was still raining coming down outside and it, it never stopped man like you know the whole, the experience never stopped is what I'm saying like the yeah. rain did stop eventually yeah but. we didn't even use the warehouse on uh on that one like we used it for like, some like some of our vendors went and camped in there yeah and, like, cleaned yeah. up a little bit and we were like hey let's 
what I loved is that people I'd never met before, never seen, that had showed up to the gates, and we told them we're done, and we gave them an address. They came over here before we got here and took it upon themselves, like, go to the Walmart and buy push brooms. Yep. And then come in here and start, like, sweeping the warehouse and, like, cleaning it so people could come in and set up tents if they had to camp out in a spot as we were waiting for possible tornadoes to come the next day. Yeah, the warehouse, you know, in, in, you look at it, yeah, it's, it's pretty big. I uh, I did sweep a little section of it, and I will say little section because yeah. it's a lot in there. Oh, yeah. It's a constant um, <laughs> job. It will never end. Yeah. So what's the BBC? BMC. The BMC. Oh, my oh, bad. No, that's hey, something hey. completely different. Well, I was like, we, you can <laughs> I did say the wrong initials. I apologize. <laughs> oh. One's a club on Bourbon Street. One's a music venue on Decatur and Esplanade. BBC? BMC. Yeah, BMC is where y'all played, right? Yeah. Yeah, and BBC is, a is genre on genre of porn. Oh, so there, <laughs> <laughs> so there really is a place in New Orleans called the BBC. Damn, for some reason it didn't take me long to figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> it's been there this whole time. <laughs> so I thought Jacoby was going to explode. I've been waiting. I've been refraining, dude. I was like, dude, he said it. I saw a vein like, popping on, out of man. his forehead. <laughs> I'm going to mess it up. Mess it up good, you know? <laughs> But Donnie, you're you're from from New Orleans. Yeah, I'm from New Orleans. Like born and bred. Born and bred. Uh, when I was ten years old, my family moved to the North Shore. I call it part of the mass white gration. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know, a lot of Caucasian Americans from New Orleans at that time. We were like the murder capital of the country, like four to five hundred murders a year. A lot of a uh, lot of cor- lot of corruption. A lot of like. FBI investigations into the police department, a lot of crack pandemic, a lot of things. And so a lot of people got scared and ran away. Oh, man. And I was part of that. And then kind of grew up outside of the city and didn't really even realize where I was from until I found music later on. And music kind of brought me to Jazz Fest and brought me back in the city and brought me walking the streets of New Orleans, finding music and realizing like, oh, yeah, this is where I'm from. This is my home. How young are you? 42. You look, you don't, you know, you know, I'm one of the elders. Yeah. Well, like you're fucking, where's your cape at, dude? You fucking <laughs> I have a hard time with capes. <laughs> I really want to wear them because they're fun to dance with, but they kind of get in my head and like, I feel like, like who the hell you think you are? Take that cape off. No, we're going to get capes this year. <laughs> we'll buy you a cape this year. <laughs> Check out. Oh, God. Oh, check out Third Coast Podcast at 5000w's.thirdcoastpodcast.com on all streaming platforms. Except title. We don't fuss with title. Not uh, for any particular reason. And but yeah, we're sitting here with Donnie. Chuck. Donald oh. Schwander. Right? That's your last name. Is right? that an ad? No, just just a, a wandering, like a, just, just a, wandering. It's a plug, baby. Yeah, thousand W's, thousand W's. I wonder how many people really go out there. I just five, really want to think, like, how many people think we're w's. fucking ridiculous as we just have not let down the five thousand. I've said it once, and you don't stop saying it. Hey, people, people still go look at the website. I so. suppose so, man. What if you put four thousand nine hundred ninety-nine W's? What you're, happens? You're, uh, you, you, you probably still won't find it. <laughs> it's free found BBC. <laughs> I haven't even tried that yet. I don't even know what would happen. It'll probably just be like your domain is incomputable. You know, like it's, it's non-existent. 
you know, like dealing with like the website and stuff like that, you would think it'd be easy, like go in, put these pictures on, do this, do that, and then just type in a simple sentence and put in a picture can be a difficult thing because the way people pull it up on their phones versus the way they pull it up on their computer, blah, 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 blah. Separate domain. I mean, it's yeah. the same domain, but different... Uh like uh, uh formats it pulls up on yeah. so you have to you have to look up both it uh, it's a pain so if y'all go out please go look at 5000w.thirkospodcast.com just go look at it yeah did you, did <laughs> you use uh, did you use square uh, squarespace i went and looked at it bro you got some know. shit you need to fill out some more yeah he's probably true yeah oh yeah <laughs> i think actually if you just think about third Co- third coast podcast and uh, you think about it a couple of times, maybe even say it out loud one time. Next time you pick up your phone, it'll just like yeah, no, it'll absolutely. pop up in something. Absolutely, it'll find you. So like, I work for a bunch of fucking carpenters. They've been talking about uh, fucking just like skill saws and just all kinds of stuff. Well, now all my ads is just like hardware tools and <laughs> stuff BBC. like that and BBCs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I know that one, but I, I literally had a thought about getting a new dish rack. For my dishes because one of them fell over and broke. I, like, I wish there was one that would just like go over my sink, but I did not say it out loud. I was by myself having a thought. The next day, I had two pop out. Oh, shit. and I bought one of them. <laughs> Is it good? I actually love it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, at least it's not a reluctant buy. You know? But I think I saw the same one like two weeks later for like half the price. Oh, it got me. That's always the worst. And of course, it took like two and a half months to get there. You know, when you buy something on Facebook, usually it's coming from like another planet. It's got to take a shuttle. You're absolutely correct. A boat, then a plane, and then a bus. Donnie, let me ask you this, man. What do you do? I see you on roofs. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> so roofing is, is how we got to New Orleans. Uh, my- you a bad motherfucker, bro. Because like, you ain't gonna you know catch my pasty ass up there on a roof. I mean, I've been working on roofs all week long in Thibodeau. Don't get me wrong, but it's not no shingle shit. You, you well, let's be honest. Right now, like I, I don't get on the roofs. I have from time to time. I've done some of the work. But truth be told, I don't know very much about roofing. But what I do is I use some of my skills. You to can't ma- tell a scale of a roof? I can tell you what the slope what is. Types of roo- roofs? Maybe a couple. You know, I would say if there was like a roof in school from like kindergarten to twelfth grade, I might be like sixth grade level. Fuck you know? yeah, dude. yeah, dude! Might be right in that. You know, good enough. Right above middle school. Straight puberty. Pretty cool. Mm. You know, getting in trouble. Puberty. Fake it till Perfect. you make it. <laughs> but no, it's been a family business for over a hundred years. Um, Hell yeah, man! My great grandfather started on a horse and buggy in the quarter in like nineteen oh five, doing sheet metal work. Holy crap! They called him a whitesmith. Yeah. That's what they called them, the uh, metal workers. You're not, you're not like pulling my dick right now, are you? Nope. Oh shit. All nope. right. Um. Yeah, and so that's what it is, and so my family does that. So last couple of years, I've been helping them out. Um. Don't know if I, I'll, you know, make the lifelong plan of it, but it's, it's, uh, it's. I'm grateful to have it right now. And, right on, and, man. And be helping them and helping people get roofs on their houses. It's pretty cool. Actually, selling something to somebody that they actually need. Right on. Well, no, it's a, it's a definite. But y'all do any like y'all do uh, sheet metal. We do all kinds of roofs, but but right now it's more and more difficult to find people to to do it to do the the, the special ones. You I know, got you. In okay. New Orleans has all kinds of tiles and slates and 
historic districts that you have to put the same stuff back on. Do you ever use any of that uh, EPDM roof, like that rubber mat roof shit? It just goes flat on top of it, and you seal it? And No, I mean, we do a flat roof that seals, but it's a torch down is what we usually oh, use. See. Yeah. Maybe that's what we should have did. Well, when it comes to roofs, you seem to have it covered. Oh! <laughs> Motherfucker. Damn, we've been needing a slogan. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> that's a damn good one, Charlie. <laughs> but we need one that goes with a leprechaun, too, because my father's a leprechaun, and that's kind of the logo of the company. Uh, you guys are you guys are from 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 that island? Uh, we got some Irish roots, German-Irish. Hell yeah. Those are the dangerous ones. Yeah, man. They're a bunch of assholes, man. Dude, no. My, my, my. I did not say that. <laughs> dangerous and asshole, two completely different things. Well, they're just but dangerous. it could be dangerous. Danger, <laughs> potentially dangerous assholes. <laughs> just don't get them too liquored up. Well, I got uh, some news. Are you free next Thursday? Are you looking at me? Yeah. All right. You free next Thursday afternoon? Uh, if I'm not in Shreveport doing roofs. Holly's no. coming next t- uh, <laughs> Thursday for uh, Alyssa's birthday party to do face paint, and we've been meaning to get an interview with her since last vet. And, and she's from like the Lake, Lake Charles Sulphur area, right? Or no. no? Somewhere down south. You should south. pay her to sing some songs for, for the kids, too. She She's a good singer, songwriter. Oh, hot dog. Yeah, she. Uh, it's her and her band's called Her and the Truth, I think. Something like um, that. I yeah, know. I think I think she's got a new little thing going. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, she's gonna come down next week and hopefully you can be a part. If not, we'd uh, do that one and then we record Friday. It's all whatever. It's not a set thing yet. We've been working four tens. Um we still got some work down south and like Slidell and stuff coming up, but uh, Slittle. Slittle. Uh, Brady will here with Riverboat Coffee will be here tonight. I don't know if y'all want to. Oh, uh, I love sit down him. With him. Really? That's, that's literally one of the pull nicest pull guys I've ever met in my fucking life, dude. I mean, logically, we y'all should. could get a sponsor, bro. I don't know if we deserve a sponsor. Yeah, though. I don't. Know. <laughs> uh, not the not the kind we're talking about. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, we can we can uh, put spot. We, we've been contemplating putting sponsors on the show, but we don't want to lose listeners because we're not going to get paid a lot. So, like, what's the point? We'd just rather just keep doing what we're doing and keep it consistent. Yeah, because you, you get, I think, like, five cents a stream. And so, it ain't really. And if we would have did it from the start, we'd only have, like, you know, $2,000 right you your now, piggy bank. Right? It'll go a long way. Yeah, but it's like, have this 30-minute uh, commercial, and then they can plug at any time. So, it'd be like we're talking right now, and then you can be like, do you need a new toilet plunger? <laughs> Actually, well, I, I go do. to toiletplunger.com. And blah blah blah, and then it'll just pick us right back in. So I mean, we're we're dabbling with it. So, so what else is in the um, topic of third coast mm, pension plans? Four hundred one k and um, new socks. Yeah. Pretty much, I bought I bought a new pair of socks today from Tire Supply, dude. I got a credit card with a good <laughs> limit on it, and I've been running that motherfucker to death, son. Anyway, I digress. Um, I'm gonna take five real quick. <laughs> Be careful with that there, boy. <laughs> Things are dangerous. And so, uh, I got a question. How was Colorado, besides Will getting destroyed by the snow in the mountain? How was the actual trip? I ain't never been to Colorado, so it's always nice to hear y'all seen, stories. You've seen snow? Yeah. In uh, Afghanistan? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> bring, bring back them war stories. 
So I had my in, my M4 up the side of the mountain. <laughs> the insurgents were all around us. Bombs blowing up. And the only thing I wanted was to go. No, nah, I'm playing. No, nah, I've seen snow. A uh, lot of it. Up, up, a lot? Where? Well, in Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah, I figured that. Yeah. It was, uh, the elevation up there is like 6,600 feet. It snowed for like four or five months straight. It was just snow. I ate snow. But if you get a nice adventure in snow, you know what I'm saying? Dude, you had me uh, tripping for a second, dude. I was like, wait, was I wrong? Does it not snow in Afghanistan? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it, it's it's got that drastic weather. It's like, it snows and then it gets really, oh, really hot. Shit, bro. It, it's no in between. They don't have uh, mm. spring and fall. It's either cold or hot. Yeah. Really cold, really hot. No, I mean, Colorado is one of the most beautiful places in the world. Like, it's 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 snow, but it's like... Also, Colorado, like, it actually doesn't even get that cold. Like, the way the weather is there, it could be 10 degrees and sunny, and you could be in, like, a sweater and jeans and feel and feel good. The Rocky Mountains, bro, not just Colorado. Just, like, those mountains in particular are just beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. So, what's y'all's uh, favorite part of Colorado? West Colorado. Like, if y'all had, like, one thing to throw, like, this is what I like Colorado, what would it be? Like, one thing that you just, is a staple in your mind. There's this place in Aurora called, um, oh, shit, I'm going to botch the name. No, don't worry, I do it all the time. Uh, Anyways, never mind. (laughs) Donna? (laughs) Um, You know, my family used to have a place in Breckenridge. It's uh, up in the mountains, like one of the ski towns. Just really beautiful place. Uh... But they also had a spot later on in Estes Park. Estes Park is in the Rocky Mountain National Park. And uh, no ski in there, but it's just gorgeous. You know, I mean, really, I feel like you go anywhere in Colorado once you start going around the mountains or you go to Boulder or you go into the Rockies, you know, you just wander around and you'll just endless amounts of, like, beautiful hikes, waterfalls, mountains, lakes. You know, just uh, really, really beautiful nature to just, like, stand in awe, you know, throw up a hammock, you know. Um, also, my favorite, one of my favorite festivals, uh, some homies the Magic Beans throw a festival called Beanstalk. And it's actually out in the mountains. It's in an area where it's, like, this big valley, and they have, like, a, a maybe it's, like, a, a RV camping kind of park, and, they, and Colorado River comes through it. But the festival happens right on this little land. So you have your camping, you have this one main stage, you got the Rocky Mountains as your backdrop. Not the sure. Colorado River comes through it and flows right behind your camping space. And then it has a natural eddy in it, so the water like circulates. So you get in a tube and you just float, and you go about two football fields down, and then it pulls you and wraps you around and sucks you back around. Oh, that's oh. awesome. So you can't go down the river, you just constantly just float. So there's there's tubing in Colorado. Oh, oh there's whitewater rapids. Oh, yeah, there's whitewater rapids. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude. But this is just floating on the Colorado River in the mountains at a music festival, and it just doesn't get much. better. You ever been on the Gunnison? Don't believe so. Been on, been on some fucking hellacious rafting on the Gunnison, dude. Like like fucking like truck sized rocks in the middle of the fucking river, and you're going like you know twenty five miles an hour on this rubber fucking boat. <laughs> it's fucking dangerous. But um, the same area where Donnie has said like Estes Park, uh, that's where I did my first um, long hike at a Long's Peak. It's uh, it's like. Uh, one of the the one of the first actually might be the first fourteener of the what is it is it forty two or fifty two 
It's a fourteen or like any mountain yeah. peak over fourteen thousand feet or whatever. But uh, I had uh, in, uh, gotten engaged in Breckenridge and fell in love with that whole area, all, all through Alma and all that stuff too, man. I just love, love, and uh, I have family from uh, Delta and Grand Junction in uh, Montrose um, in West Colorado. So I said, like over there, everybody wants to go. If you're gonna go to Colorado during like when it snows, go ski, go snowboard. Do do the do the active sports or don't or don't <laughs> or don't. <laughs> don't end up injured. Yeah. Me myself, I can give a fuck less about snow. If you want to see Colorado, like see it for its like majestic beauty, go in like the spring and summertime because it's unlike anything I've ever seen in my entire life, dude. It's and you'll still see snow caps. You'll see some areas if you go high enough in. You like you'll still have some fucking snow there that's left over, but you get to see the greenery of it. And it's just the milk and honey of everything to me, man. Like I, I, I would love to die in Colorado. <laughs> I really fucking would. <laughs> just getting high with the greenery in Colorado definitely is a thing. Yes, and yeah, like that the, was gonna be what I said. There's this place in Aurora that they um, they really like the Iceman Special, and um, they sponsor us and give us really good. Weed. Hot dog, man! Allegedly, I've been to uh, High Country Healing, which is the uh, the highest elevated dispensary in Colorado. Well, actually, in the whole, in I think pretty much the world, maybe. Uh, definitely in the nation, it's the highest elevated, dude. Uh, first time trying Sunrock there, and it was exquisite. You know what Sunrock? Uh, it's kind of like uh, Space Rock. Oh no, Moon Rocks. I mean, where it's like rolled and rosin and covered in keef. Oh, okay. It's essentially the same fucking thing. It's just all right. I'm tracking. I'm tracking. I don't know what you're talking about. It's just it's, it's just dank. It's just damn it dank. Was it? <clears throat> is that stronger than dab or whatever? Uh, in like flower form, yeah, I would say so. It's it, more the expensive quality, yeah. Just saying. <laughs> And we're back. Well, more marijuana talk, though. I've been in <laughs> fucking uh, Terrib- uh, down in uh, Thibodeau, down there by uh, Terrebonne Parish and all this shit. And it's really nice to see just, hey, if you don't have a medical card, get one. Those signs, the little picket signs in front of Walmart, that's a fucking new revelation to me, dude. The, uh, you got to check out that... Uh Get some of that good Louisiana hemp going in your body. Yeah, it's not hemp, dude. We got marijuana now. <laughs> well, we've had it since the seventies, but now it's just like, hey, you got a problem? Solve it. You know. Well, what well, you know, I like that you're bringing that up because big shout out to you know we don't get political a lot, but we can talk on this subject about the government. Legalize but, uh, eating raw chicken. <laughs> 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 So uh, the U.S. Senate passed a bill again. This is the wait. What, they did it twice. They did it in 2019, and they did it again this year to decriminalize marijuana on the federal level. So now it has to go to the House of Representatives, and if they pass it, it goes to the president. So for you know they're they're pushing hard to decrim decriminalizing is the key. You know that that that's where it lies because. Of, 
Because if they do, they do it on the federal level, it has to filter down to all the states. I mean, there will be states that fight it, you know, I like just, everything else. But. I just want to grow vegetables for my lovely lady, you know, because every plant that I give her, she kills it. But if I do this for her, I know it's not going to die. And I know it's going to get, you know, used. And it's going to be great. And I'll be proud of it. And also, it'll be legal. Can't do that now. No, not right now. You, uh, they have found Hurts my goddamn feelings. You know what I'm saying. Speaking of uh, narcotics, uh, they found. <laughs> well, every, everybody knows that uh, magic mushrooms have healing properties and stuff like that. But now they're starting to test it on uh, people with dementia. Well, they've been doing it like with that. maps out of California for uh, veterans with PTSD. Hey, Donnie, give me two. But. Uh, it said that uh, it's not necessarily, they have found a, a new element, or not element, but a new chemical that's inside of it that don't actually, it don't reverse aging, but it helps you aging at a, a older process, I mean at your older age. So like, when you're in your like end of life stage, you can take these mushrooms and it helps you mentally and physically and stuff like that. Like rebound. Almost. Yeah, uh, like, a, lo- a lot of it they're using for uh, terminally ill ca- uh, cancer patients, and they're seeing a lot of uh, positive, like, mind effects. But that's just on that topic. The back leg of that chair is not on the side. All right, quick question. All right, since you guys have been living in New Orleans, like, fucking hard and heavy. Donnie's from there. Been You know, he's, like... You heard everything Donnie just said. Yeah, Donnie was in a gang. Damn it. He looks like it. Um, three things. Casual, expensive, drunk food. Out of these three, where are you going to go for the best casual food? Just like, oh, I'm going to grab some lunch, and you know it's going to be dope. Or you're going to gonna go above and beyond the dollar and get some exquisite cuisine. And then whenever you fucking sloppy ass... I'm gonna go get this. We gotta talk food right now. Fucking food, like 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 anywhere from mid city to to anywhere. Um, well, it just depends on what kind of like what you're trying to do. There's like there's levels to eating right, and, and levels to restaurants okay. and like what kind of experience you're trying to have. Like, are you trying to order out? Are you trying to just get food because you're drunk? Are you trying to go have a good time with friends at a restaurant? Are you trying to uh? You know, like, are you going on a date? You know, like, that's, that's, it, eating is like an experience in, in, in New Orleans. Well, I know that for sure. Uh, yeah, so it's yeah. like, depends on what kind of experience you're trying to have. So if it's like, we can talk about which restaurants I would, I would order from if I was at home and I wanted to get like Uber Eats or something like that, which you can get expensive food at Uber Eats and it's like the quality of the food is what you're going for, obviously. Yeah. Whereas there's certain places where the food is, I wouldn't say the best in New Orleans, but their atmosphere makes up for it, in, like temporal, <laughs> okay. you know, like. Um, uh, but there is this one place in Mid City now. It's Treps, right by Clessy's. Uh, it's, I think I went ate there the other day, and like the patio was super dope, and like, the food was awesome. It's like a a Cajun Asian like, Cajun, and, yeah. It's just Cajun. Cajun, bro. All right, we'll go for after hours. After hours, uh, I really like this place in the, uh, on Decatur Street called Turtle Bay for after hours. They always it's like a twenty four hour bar, so they're always the same, no matter what. So, but uh, they do. Uh, 
like ten ounce f- uh, steaks for ten dollars. Ten dollar ribeyes, bro. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, but that's almost unheard of around here. They do like sixteen ounce ribeyes for like yeah. fifteen bucks yeah, or something yeah. like it. That is ridiculous. Yeah, and it's a good steak. Like yeah. it's, I mean, it's not. It, you get your money, <laughs> like you get it's you get better than what you, what you, what the money's worth. You know, like it's a good steak for sixteen bucks. And uh, they they have like I think arguably some of the best pizza in New Orleans. Some some people would would uh, would shoot me for saying that, but Turtle Bay got the best pizza in New Orleans. All right, so what about like the above and beyond dollar? Like when you could take a date, fancy, fancy, um, you're trying to impress a lady. You know, if you get you putting some food in her gut, when you get home, you get some of that butt. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Well, whoa, whoa. they got this place on Napoleon uh, called. Uh, um, Charlie's Steakhouse. It's pretty, it's pretty. I see why you're plugging that. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, it's like, and I, I, I hate that it's even called that. I hate that it's even called that. But it's one of those places where you go in. It's like, is this somebody's house? Ah, you know, and okay. like, and like, but and they don't even have a menu. You just sit down, and they they bring you like the they ask you how you want it cooked, and like, like this is like, what we're cooking. You're yeah, gonna eat it. Yeah, they 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 just tell you what's what's available, and you, like, but um, oh, I've, I don't think I've ever ate at a restaurant that told me like this is uh, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> I, I get I guess I live too much on the broke uh, spectrum of life. Well, yeah, I mean, you asked. <laughs> oh, what about you, Donnie? I'm not what, saying I go there. Uh, where's your top eats at, dude? For the longest time, um, Irene's was a go-to. This is like an old like Italian seafood restaurant that was kind of deep in the quarter. You wouldn't even recognize it as a restaurant, but you would smell it. And uh, you couldn't get reservations like old school New Orleans style. You got to you gotta just show up, put your name on the list, and then have drinks and hang out until you get a table. You know? Okay. That's in the good old days before they had all this you know internet reservation bullshit and stuff but uh but then they moved to a new location closer in in the quarter and got a really nice building it's still a great spot still one of my go-to's but um recently there's a spot called paladar 511 it's kind of right outside of the quarter kind of marinating going towards the bywater um right right close to the river but they got some stuff in there that's just like they got this rabbit dish that I never really ate rabbit before, but somebody told me that I had to get this. And they see, like rabbit's easy to fuck up too because it, it's, a, it's, such, one, a, it's such a lean meat. It's, a, it's no fat on it. It's yeah, just, this is just like melting your mouth. And yeah. It was like Gnucci or whatever you call it. Shit was in there and some other things. Little, I don't know, but it was like it was an experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, man. With the rabbit and some kind of like sauce in there, and you know, whatever. But it was just like. When you go to the right spot and you get like just a really good dish and it's just like every bite is just like well worth a dollar. Yeah. And that place isn't too bad. I mean it's not it's not cheap, but it's not, you know, like plates are like twenty, twenty five dollars, you know, for dinner. But you know, you know it's gonna be fucking quality though. Yeah. Yeah. And then they got this spot, uh Pesh. Pesh is uh like voted like one of the best restaurants in the city multiple times. It's a it's a primarily a seafood restaurant, but it's like not your typical Louisiana, like everything's fried kind of thing. It's more like fresh you know, ceviches, oysters. They do a whole baked fish where the whole fish comes out, you know. Do you eat the eye? You can. Have you? I haven't. But I did work at a sushi restaurant for quite a few years, and the chefs there, when they were done, like, the amount of pieces of that fish they would eat in some type of soup they would cook or like fry with the it. Or and shit like that? All kinds of stuff. 
I will say, if you get a whole redfish, like like a redfish, and you know, like you know, grill it, bake it, however the fuck you cook it. If you eat the eye, it tastes just like a fucking oyster. I'm not gonna steer you wrong. And like in most like Asian cultures, it's like a del- delicacy for like the the hierarchy male. It's like a status symbol or whatever. The cape wearing motherfucker. Yeah, the cape wearing <laughs> motherfucker. See, you're the cape wearing motherfucker. I'd give if I cooked that fish for you, or if we had dinner. Wait, Donnie, you get the eye. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right, but all right, no, after hours. Not not last resort after hours. I'm just like, dude, I got to go or not. No, I'm going. Unfortunately, after hours food is uh always been kind of an issue in New Orleans, you know. Um Unless you're like in the real touristy part, and they got some like late night pizza slice places that are mainly garbage. That's all I've ever eaten is late night pizza. You know, this is Turtle Bay, bro. Yeah, but you get Turtle Bay if you're around Decatur. You know, depending on when D Max closes the kitchen, you got a spot like that. It's a little local, like kind of neighborhood bar we like. There was a place called Mimi's in the Bywater. I've heard of Mimi's. That was amazing. And upstairs they had these small plates, like um, whatever you, whatever the fancy word for that is. Tapas. Tapas, yeah. Uh, they had a lamb, bro. I fucks with tapas, had, and I fucks with lamb, too. Their food was so good, and they stayed open late. Um, but the uh, COVID shit, they were uh, eliminated. This is our first episode up. that we have not said the C word. No. I just messed it up. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. The C word comes up before, at least. At least 30 minutes beforehand. Donnie just made a record. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. I feel so much better about this Breaking podcast now. Breaking records on my first show. Dude, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> no, if, if you... Er, everybody knows that that shit affected everybody. It's hard not to fucking come, you know, That's have something in the last year. Infecting whatever well, me, the fuck. Mimi's was one of the victims. Damn. So it, Mimi's is no longer? No, new owners, new name, and uh, hadn't really got a good feeling on the vibe yet, so I can't really comment too Damn. much. All I know is Mardi Gras Day, one of the one of the best days to be on that corner. They were closed. So, am I allowed to ask a, a favorite bar, or is it like there's there's just too many and too many friends tied to it? Or no, I mean you know we got our spots, you know. Um, of course, like in the fam, you know the Void fam, you know D Max and Santos and yeah. Maple Leaf and um, Saint. Saint. Yeah, the Saint old school Saint's been a staple for forever. That's where I, that's where I found this kid. That's where I found AJ before I even knew who Iceman was. I met AJ first through the Saint. I went to the Saint before I even knew that. You know what? I thinking back to that night. Uh, I have to tell this off air, but thinking back to that night, that was Jews of back there. Where that night at the Saint? At the Saint, I just didn't put two and two together. What do you mean? AJ was bartending. When? Whenever I went that there. That night. That night. The night that I'm talking about. Oh. You guys are not there. Oh, okay. I was there. <laughs> you yeah. talking like I was there. No, no, no. I if you want to like, know about night. it, step <laughs> off air. Yeah, we got to murder this podcast real quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> talk about it because there was some shit go down that night. But uh, I had talked it up. and was like, hey, man. Because like, we uh, me and AJ were talking to one another. Hey, man, what's up with the saint? He's like, what you mean? I'm like, like I love that place. But I heard somebody talk shit about it. I'm like, who the fuck talks shit about it, dude? And I'm like, well, it wasn't me. And I was like, well, I fucking man, I love that place. I, I felt at home at that fucking place, dude. 
And I was like, dude, I have nothing against that place. I want to, I, I want to, li- you know, have my own cot there. You know, I want to have a pot to cook in. You know, there. A cot and a pot. Cot pot. Hot pot, hot pot. Yep, Saints cool. I love it. I love it. It's just, it's, it. If if it were to like surmise a bar were to surmise who I am inside this right here, it's that fucking place. And we'll get into that off air <laughs> because it just yeah that's what's cool about the boys you really get like a it's everything variety of it's, people it's, that it's show up to that super place. dynamic literally the, yeah. everybody from jocks to punks to and then like the back the back the back goths to metal the back i've made people to young so many people. friends that i will never know their names or remember their fucking names but i never had a bad experience there oh i've had bad experiences <laughs> <laughs> Well, we well, haven't uh, been there enough, but <laughs> no, I've only been there three times. <laughs> well, that's but that's any of your yeah. favorite bars. You're gonna if you spend enough time there, you're gonna have some bad times. When right. I was but, when I was younger, I used to go to this place called the Gold Mine. It's like a block off of Bourbon, only open on Friday and Saturday. DJ only played like old school New Orleans hip hop. Yeah, you would always find at least two bachelorette parties. Oh, so that's the spot. Maybe one like post wedding party, and then just a whole bunch of other, you know, drunken wild people just getting down, getting dirty on the dance floor. But that was back when I was like, you know, a little young. And oh, you still young, baby. You still cutting crazy. rugs. You got the shears in both pockets. You still cutting rugs, man. So I go out and get stupid. I don't really, I don't really go out and get stupid now. Get, I don't, I don't either, man. I'd rather make it do different this. stupid. I don't know. I'd rather do this, but whenever I do go down into whatever city I do go to, there's at least one night of just like debauchery. I don't, I don't know if it's like just like part of my DNA, but it's usually like either the first night or the last night. It's just everything's over the top for no reason at all. Like I have literally no reason to have no limit. And everything goes. That's good. Seems like you got a good head on your shoulders, bro. At least it didn't, <laughs> at least it didn't last for three days in a row. <laughs> when I went to Houston, I was yelling out the window downtown, I got the juice on God. Uh, Don't know what that means. I just heard it in a song. Don't remember saying it. Yeah. But I had a good time and no one got hurt. No feelings were hurt. I, I would interpret that as, let's see. I got the juice on God. That's the, that means like on God. Like means I I, I solidify that I uh, have in my possession the juice, i.e., being maybe a drink or semen. Mm, at that point, it was uh, or it could be like pimp juice. I or wouldn't say the latter because it's a bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> that's just my. That's just my guess that's just it man um thank you guys for again joining in on on this man like i, I didn't even know donna was coming in to this area man until i uh, we hooked up with charlie earlier episode 153 episode 153 we're gonna name this like collectively we're gonna come up with a name for this like specific episode because nothing we've, we've said too many great things on this one to where uh either get canceled or <laughs> Or uh, it'll just take off. So, <laughs> uh, Joe, what time are we at? Huh? We're at one hour and three minutes. Mm. 
Doing good. Moving right along. Moving right along, man. You know, I'm enjoying this beautiful Louisiana weather we got going on on the outside. You know, that's the go-to staple of, you know, you're from Louisiana. When when the things, when a conversation dies, you just mention the beautiful weather. Or the shitty weather we're having at the time because it it's either good or bad most of the days. Yeah, man, this weather be weathering out here. Dude, it's super weather. Whether you like it or not. What was it he said? Uh, the weather outside is weather. That was a Paul Rudd in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, right? Was it that movie? Did I ever see Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Blustery. That's a fucking trampoline. Fucking. Blustery. That's a real thing. You got me on that one, bro. You got a really good vocabulary. You, fu- you for fucking doubted me, person, bro? bro. Dude, no, I actually <laughs> used to read a thesaurus because I, I tried to, like, be someone who can rhyme fluently and it's not there. So that's why I'm primarily a metal vocalist because you can just, like, just say hateful things about, you know, <laughs> about everything around you. And he's like, damn, you're really sad. I'm like, yes, I am. But I'm really not. That's why, like, metal works out for anybody. Dude, all of us could be metal writers, but to be someone who is fluent in like like the freestyle, like I know Donnie can freestyle. I've seen you freestyle. You have a passion for it. Yeah. I, I, I I'm a better writer than I am a freestyle artist. You know, I could write I could write rhymes, but can you write songs? Boy, boy, can I? Can I? I can. <laughs> I don't believe so. <laughs> I've been with. No, I've just been waiting to push that button for a while. <laughs> That's the one you haven't done. No, I've done it once before, but I wanted to do it one more, t- one more time. No, oh, man, uh, did we miss anything? Oh no, we're we're covering all the ends, all the ends, all the bases. We're not playing baseball, but we got uh, bats at hand, and there are balls. Oh, so I, I got something to tell you, Chuck. You might enjoy this. I have one of y'all's flooded records from Hurricane Laura at oh, the house. Nice. Uh, the cover don't open because it's all got flood damage, but uh, I got it at shout out in uh International Vintage Guitars here recently, so I got y'all on vinyl now, which I find to be really awesome to have one of my friends on a vinyl record that I can just slab on and play, you know, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's, it's like depressing. That's like a a rare one, dude. You got it with New Orleans doo doo water on it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what, what's that? Uh, that stuff that you ice to do special. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, it's got that dysentery in it. <laughs> All right, man. All right. What? what? This is bad. Come <laughs> <laughs> back with the funk, funk dude. <laughs> Got, got to save it somehow, or at least try. <laughs> That's supposed to do. Shout out Steve. He's a great shop. Uh, he still has a shop in New Orleans too, right? Uh, his his shop covers a, a broad uh, area. So, but no, he does not have a brick and mortar location in New Orleans. But he, 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 we're him and I both are back and forth from Oakdale, New Orleans. This is I've 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 made the trip twice this this week. And Steve is like just like you originally from here. Right? Yes. Yeah. And he moved to New Orleans in like the 80s. I, I wish I could have lived through that. 
Yeah, I should go set up in his shop one day and do do an episode with him. You think he'd be okay with that? No, dude. He'd probably let Joe do it, but you'd probably have to sit outside. I'd say like <laughs> I, I'm I'm the I'm definitely the questionable <laughs> one, dude. <laughs> I probably have a fucking anxiety attack. They're just like, because like I, out of all the people, I just want Steve to like me. <laughs> dude, Steve likes everybody. He would love it. Sleep on, bro. <laughs> Well, I, I've been up in Steve's secret vault of records. Mm, cautious uh, how you say that. I know. I, I say it all how it is, but <laughs> he's like, oh, just go up these stairs. He clicked on two lights and he's like, just go in there and look around. There's just there's records everywhere. There's There are so many in there that you can't just go through them. You have, it takes time. Yeah, you got a lot of my grandmother's records up there. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, that, some fucking bangers up that uh, that Rick James one. Man, I listen to that at least twice a week. I look. That was and a good find you got. I don't know. Rec- records is like an expensive hobby. Like you. Yeah, get- but it's like um, it doesn't have to be. If you go to a record store, you can get you know two dollar records. You know, and, and like some stuff. I I got into the habit of just finding like. It's cool to like go now that you have your phone, you can go and like listen to that record on like Spotify or whatever, and then you know if you want to bring it home to even like to like you even want to like just test play it. And- wow. Well, because then I like I find stuff that I never would have listened to, and I just hear a little snippet in the store, and I'm like, all right, I'll buy that. And then you take it home, and then you listen to new music that you never heard before on so- vinyl. When uh, just like the good old days, good old days. I've, I've been just buying them and looking at them, being like, "Huh, hope I wonder." Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I, I, I ain't even gonna lie. I've got, I got about sixty dollars tied up in some records that are just bad. Like I, and I don't want to throw them away. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm you like, don't throw them away. Spent, you uh, hold on to this, them. They make the collection look bigger, but they're at the bottom of the pile. They don't get the rotation they deserve. I guess. I um. I used to do. I used to like be into it big time. I like alphabetized my my records and stuff. How many you have? I, I don't know. You don't know? Is it is it no, like that many? No, they're not alphabetized anymore. They're just in a box inside the hardwood. I gotta get my uh, my my setup going again. Yeah, me too. I need new speaker wire and intelligence. I think you're you're you know you know friend to friend, bro. I think you're smart. Thanks, dude. I think you're really smart. Like, smarter than me. I wouldn't say that. I mean, I can teach we you can how. Figure, to, we can figure that out. Though. I, I think we can teach you other things. They're like, oh, <laughs> damn, he can do that. I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, we inspire each other, man. Yeah, man. Y'all want to take a quick ten? Fuck, we can end this bitch, dude. Here, we just do this right. No, we can, we can, we can find some. Whatever. I got acapella. Like a genuine fella, podding with my partners. Oh, I I don't want to get started in this. I'm just going to chop it all. Yeah, up. when whenever Joe flows, it's a different scenario. And I didn't mean to rhyme there, but it literally is just like oh, Joe's a freestyler. Yeah, oh, I mean Joe I, Joe I, Joe gets the fuck down, dude. I did but it's not really. Oh damn! Know, I didn't even know. Bro. It's, it's separate from like the actual like form <laughs> that we, that you know you may recognize it's all in, in Spanish. Mm, uh, almost. <laughs> All right, Joe got it though. La vaca. No, hold on. Oh, hold on. Hold la, on. La vaca. La vaca. Moo. What is moo? La vaca. La vaca. La vaca. I, la vaca. I, I don't la follow. Mu. I don't follow. It's. 
you don't understand because you ain't from is the that Hispanic is culture. Is that, around like, is that like my Miami <laughs> stuff right there? Like I, I'm not I, sure. I, I don't know. It's just what I learned in it the working like hype in the nursery. Stuff. It sounds like super hype stuff, like from like South Florida. You know how Florida go hard, bro. Florida in, go in pretty much everything. Dude, Florida goes so hard, bro. In pretty much everything. Like what was it? Uh, old boy was wrecking his truck. To Miley Cyrus trying to get inside old boy's house because he was pissed off about some oh, shit. What was it? Oh yeah, the Florida man story from last episode. Was that last? No, it wasn't last episode. Yeah, the one with Cleve. That was last episode. Yeah, that seems so long ago. It always does. I mean, I've been. I think that we've been thankful on the show to have so many guests this year, and it's it's been a lot of great content. So. I d- I just oh. want to say, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just want to say, like, I would like a sponsor by the company Nebo because their their lights are uh, pretty uh, substantial. Just saying, and yeah. this, this is not even the bright the bright setting. Come home, Nebo. Uh, uh, Nebo. Oh, shout out uh, Third Coast Podcast. Uh, we're sponsored by uh, <coughs> allegedly sponsored by Nebo. Allegedly, allegedly, we haven't said allegedly this whole podcast. I know that's disappointing. Yeah, I think it's that we're trying. A little bit more because we have, uh, you know, someone new on here, and uh, we 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 uphold Donnie in such high regard, so we don't want to, you know, we we just want to be accepted. And see, you're uh, you're going down the right hole that I wanted to <laughs> a while ago. Is it uh, the right hole? Uh, so how does it Not feel being hole. on your first podcast? With you us. like it? Donnie's been on a podcast before, have you? No, I don't think so. I think this might actually be my first podcast. Oh, the podcast Cherry, dude. Yeah. Pop- <laughs> Go ahead and store pop- that in the... Uh, Popcast. Acapella vault. Uh, um, acapella but yeah. Vault. No, it's been nice. It's, it's fun. It's, 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 it's like, I mean, it's pretty laid back, man. We yeah, just, super chill. You know, just hanging out. But what really helps is the fucking cans. Like, it, it really yeah. puts it puts it... You know, on you the the straight and narrow of just like the listening and like the the banter and all that shit. Without the fucking cans, it's not the same. Yeah, I don't always like listening to myself, but this sounds kind of cool. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> Donnie fucks with it. I fucks with it. Chuck, you fucks with it. I fucks with it. You know, this is the uh, first episode you've been on in a while since episode one thirty nine. Was it cor- corduroy cargo oh. shorts or no? Like it that? was. Uh, it was a cardboard corduroy. You know the coveralls. Corduroy coveralls. Cardboard corduroy coveralls. Cargo corduroy coveralls. Is that it? Yeah, yeah episode one. That seems right. I mean, episode one thirty nine, and this is episode one fifty three. One fifty three, man. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Big shout out to all of our listeners. Thank y'all for like you know enduring this ride. Um, we're not gonna stop. Actually, uh, we had told everybody we're gonna stop after. Uh, uh, episode 300 which would take us another fucking two years apparently but uh <laughs> uh we're not gonna stop and we're not gonna get sponsored and we frankly don't give a fuck yeah dude fuck sponsors dude. anybody that wants to give us money for anything to, we don't need them to we're, just gonna, our, we're just gonna keep mo- taking money out of our fucking piggy banks and putting into this we don't want to fucking grow we're complacent Anything totally else? fine. No, man. No, we need to. Oh, everything is great. I, I will say we. Oh, we need to start a fire. At some point, a fire, a fire, a fire. For real, because it's uh, it's fucking uh, past blustery. It's getting cold as shit. My boy's blustery. I 
I can't believe you didn't believe me. Uh, well, look, you know, I apologize. You ain't got to apologize, dude. Just accept me. Well, I just me. did accept my apology. I don't want to. I'm fucking reluctant well, about it. Then like, kind of fucking. Then I don't want to accept you. Like, you know how people get butt hurt. If you want to accept my apology, then how can you accept acceptance? It sounds like a words of wisdom. Hmm. So I got a it's question like, for you, Chuck. <laughs> Wordly wise. Um, so, like, as you know, the void grows bigger and bigger and bigger every year. More artists, more people know about it. You know, etc. Um. How do y'all, like, move with, like, new artists, but keep, like, your friends there, too, that's been loyal to, you know, The Void, and keep them in circulation, along with bringing in new acts and stuff like that? That's a good question. You yeah, uh, yeah, let me take a shot at that. Um, no, I think it's a great question, you know. It's a complicated uh, question. Even though you asked me, I'll let you answer, don't we? We would. <laughs> <laughs> We wouldn't we wouldn't be where we are without uh, a lot of the artists that are you know in the core of our family that have kind of been along for this ride you know um, but yeah the void is growing and 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 the beautiful thing about that is the ability to bring in more artists and 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 more bands uh, from other places you know and um, <clears throat> I think it's just a balance you know yeah uh, you sometimes you gotta you know kind of shuffle people in like you know certain people get a get a spot this year and then they might take a year off next year and they come back around and you know yeah. there's there's definitely there's definitely certain fam that's like always going to have a always going to have a, a place here and, and we uh, we've also had to explain that to people as well and like learn how to explain that and like it, it helps being a musician too i'm sorry i don't know i'm, I'm just adding on to donnie's point but it, being a musician and playing festivals that we really appreciate being able to play and like summer camp for instance you know they they booked us for that festival and and um they didn't book us the very next year and we, we weren't upset about that like we don't expect to play summer camp every single year and the beautiful right. part about it is we're in that network of people um that you know they might call us up in two years they might call us up in three they might call us up you know the very next but the point is, is like the void in in itself. Uh, the ones that put in like interest and in, in the community and 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 show up to uh, void artists and void events and and put in work, you know, like with because this is still a grassroots festival and we want to keep it that way as long as we possibly can to where because that's what creates the community is people coming out and and helping out and, and joining in a group to to make some cool stuff happen like create these these niche stages that aren't just you know a, on a trailer that you pull up you know like and, they're made of made of the integrity yeah yeah and 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 what's really cool and what i've been noticing this past this past year is like people that i never even expected as artists that wanted a set and like now that they have one it's like i'm seeing excuse me i'm seeing like people grow in in ways then and like people that i never even expected wanted stage time are now having it that were you know wielding machetes out here in three years ago which is really cool and kind of like how uh like joe was asking that question look at look at uh this past year that we had and how we were like you know 
you fully booked us, you know, after a certain hour of each day, and we had so much to you know to deal with. It's it's we've we've already had you know certain spots filled by previous people to where we're trying to open and expand slots for new people but also keeping some of the you know it's kind of like what we did there you know right in like the same aspect almost do you feel that oh yeah too and a lot of that comes from uh, we uh, we had we had some you know big big shout out will man like we 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 love like uh, rillo so fucking much dude and i felt i felt reluctant for like the fact that like we had him a spot in, and then it started to rain, mm-hmm. and so we broke down. Yeah, we, we broke our gear down and shit like that. And I was like, "Man, it's like it's uh, almost uh, what's it? Uh, it's not. Uh, it's bittersweet. It is. It is bittersweet. But like, well, no, and it's but it's see, you feel bad because you wanted to give him that spot, but that that kind of plays into what I'm talking about about right. about our homies who are in bands who like who we don't. You know, we can't book every year because we have to give everybody their chance. Right. And, and for instance, you know, Will is, is a good friend of ours. He's in the community. He, he doesn't have to have, like, y'all could do an interview with him anytime. Anytime. He, yeah, anytime. so that's what's yeah. cool about having your, your homies and in, in, that are in the community that are our friends like that. We could call Will up right now, you know. But at The Void, there's, there's, there's people that are... Um, are traveling, you know, yeah. like like touring musicians, and and so you just got to focus your interviews on on interviews that you know that this is the only chance you'll be able to do it. You right, know? Yeah, and see, that's what we did with this past year. And that's like, no, I'm not knocking Will. He's just he's our homie. Like like you know, you could do an interview with him a week before the void or a week after because he's probably here. You know, yeah. So. But it, it's not like completely obligatory. It's like it's not like that. Uh, like that. I I'm I. Like someone's owed something or nothing like that. It's it's nothing like that or whatever. But it's exactly what you just said, Charlie. Isn't it? Given given the 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 chance for an expanse and like having having someone new that we we may not get a chance at again. You yep. know. Well, that brings up the point too. You brought up the rain and cancellation on Rillo, but we didn't get a chance for uh, Rusty Cormier. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah. he's I, in and out. You know. Yep. Yeah, and that hell was, of a guy. Very yeah. nice guy. He's blowing up. He's everywhere, yeah. and uh, that was a disappointing one. And we didn't get Asset Carousel either that day on uh, Saturday because yeah. of the rain. So that's I a mean, di- that's a different fucking sound right there too, all in its own right. But it it <laughs> goes with the Louisiana weather, and we just gotta do what we can. And we recorded uh, Cardboard Cowboy in the rain mm-hmm. yeah. this year, so that for it yeah, actually cool. to come out. You know, I mean, it wasn't a long interview, but being able to get that content during pouring rain was pretty impressive with a whole bunch of electronics and mics everywhere. <laughs> Trying not to fry or shit, but it, it was, it, it's no regrets or nothing like that. You, you always want and wish you could do a little more, especially for the community. But sometimes you got to, you know, like, like you were saying, like, take care of the integrity of like, do what you can't when you can. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's 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 how it. Yeah, don't don't um, spread yourself too thin. Yeah, that's some good words of wisdom, right there. Yeah, I can do that, but get excited. Mm. All these people want to talk to us. Oh, I thought, <laughs> I thought you were, book, book, you're book. just too popular, guys. <laughs> I thought I thought you were making a joke about. Uh, never mind. <laughs> All right, and I digress. <laughs>
You know what one of my favorite things about The Void is? Is like, because year after year coming, doing the interviews, experiencing everything The Void has to offer, and just having, making lifelong friendships with people that I would probably never would have knew of if it wasn't for The Void. So it's always great. Yeah, and that's, and that's, and what, where you experience like true, you know, friends like coming together and like understanding the cause that it's not about you know any individual it's about the void and it's about this this thing that we're all creating you know and then you get people you realize who the real true voiders are if you will are the ones that don't second guess when they're not on the lineup but they were two years in a row and like they don't you know like overcompensate for what you know it's like oh what do i deserve in this you know it's like just why not ele everybody love everybody you know but you know it's like i don't know i'm trying to choose my words carefully how how do you fit in yeah and it's like everybody fits in that's why it's called the void you know and, and like there's people that have helped us build these stages and you know shout out mike mcconnell you know like he's he's, mike, he's done a, a um a huge part in 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 the construction of of like the in the main stage inside of the hardwood and like just helping us with a lot of these these places where you know he's not going to be on the stage playing any instrument but he was out there sweating for with free labor to, to put to put together a stage so that other people can play on it you know so it's there's something to be said for everybody that comes out here and lends a helping hand, you know. And it's like, it's, it's I, I don't know, it's like, I don't even want to get to the point to where this place, like, oh, we have to pay, like, somebody to come in and and do do it for us because it, it it's like, no matter how big your shoes get, you know, you can still get your hands dirty. Whatever. You should get your hands dirty. <laughs> I'm sure that's a saying. <laughs> yeah, if y'all don't know, y'all should check out Thurco's podcast at three w's dot Throw a plug in there. Why not just check out the Ice Man special while you're at it, man? Yeah, man. And Fed Du Void. Fed Du Void. And uh, Donnie, your handle. Uh, just wandering. Just wandering. Just it's wandering not, it's around. Just, just wandering. Just. It's just just wandering. Mitzi. It's like it is just wandering at just wandering. Just wandering. Yeah. It's like just it's like just wandering. But like if you just wandering. Yeah, I, I, I like that. <laughs> I like the swander. You know, swander on the beat. Oh, oh. on the beat. <clears throat> well, you know, everybody at this table is diehard Saints fans, right? Maybe a little bit. So, uh, Donnie, what is your favorite memory? About being a Saints fan. Um. Well, I, I did go to the Super Bowl, which was pretty tight. But my favorite memory that year was after the NFC Championship game, living in New Orleans. In the moment, like you know, we make the field goal, we won the game. You know, we're going to the Super Bowl, and immediately you just go out the front of your house and just start screaming. And then all of a sudden, you see cars. They're just stopped in the middle of the road and people getting out of their cars just screaming. And it was just like, no matter where you were, where you looked, there was just pandemonium. 
everywhere. Like, everybody was just Hell yeah. so happy we went to the Super Bowl. And I was actually, like, part of me was, like, happy for the Super Bowl. But then when, it, when, I, when I really felt at the end, I was, like, I was a little disappointed I wasn't in New Orleans. Because New Orleans, the night of the Super Bowl, I only heard stories, like, what that was like on the streets of New Orleans after we actually won the game, you know. So just seeing the people, you know, the way the, well, the, way the team brings the city together, you know, uh, when they're doing good, it just, like, it really elevates the community and just, like, how much commodity there is between the, the, the locals and everything like that. It's like so. nothing else matters, but we got this. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. It's all inclusive, you know. Unless you don't like football. Yeah, unless some other shit, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck? you That's got me. that. Yeah, you got that defining memory that you tie on to? As a Saints fan? Yeah. No. I got one, but it's <laughs> I got one, but it's highly inappropriate. I mean, I could say it's in the past. So it's okay. Damn. Well, I was just gonna say when uh, was it Tracy Porter caught that interception on Brett Favre when he threw across his body? Oh yeah, I actually yeah. do remember that. And the uh, that was in the NFC Championship game mm-hmm. when he caught. I was like, "Yep, there we go." We we got it. We can actually go to a fucking Super Bowl. The one in the Super Bowl, I was sitting in that corner where he was where he, when he caught it. He's running in the end zone, like yeah, you know, that's where we were, that was our section we we're sitting in. So he kind of like coming right at us. I was like, we just won this game. Let's go. <laughs> so, uh, you have anything, Koba? Yeah, I do. Um, we just talk about Saints football. Yeah, I've only been watching uh, football for maybe ten years. Uh, maybe like a year before we actually like won the Super Bowl, you know. Shout out Twenty Ten Saints, but um, I'm still learning. Uh, I was never allowed to play football growing up because uh, my mother was scared that I would get hurt because I am such a small fella. And so, yeah. <laughs> uh, but thankfully, Joe and his dad have always been diehard like football fans, like. You know, not just no. They're gonna go for the Saints because we we hail from Louisiana, but they they give me so much so much more insight, especially uh, watching like like college football and even like with like college basketball. There's it's so much more like, like you know fast pace, and I do appreciate that and stuff. But uh, my greatest memory yeah. as being a Saints fan, yes, I was in Doosan, right outside of Lafayette, outside of Scott. No, no, before you get to Scott, there's Doosan. Whoa, 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 say it one more time. Doosan. Okay, I knew you were throwing a little twang in little, there. Little, 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 little. I've been drinking a little bit. That's a, some of that Doosan. But um, I was at, uh, you know, I'm not going to say whose house or whatever, but uh, Ice Chest was there. Shout out Devin Ortigo. And uh, we were uh, wrapping it up, drinking finger foods galore. People I don't even fucking know and never see again. But um, there was a lady there. The moment she said the Saints win, we're going to get in that hot tub naked. We got in that hot tub naked because <laughs> the Saints won. Oh, I was I was hoping they lost and you still shout got out football. Tub. No, that's shout, a nice no, Saints memory right now. No, no, there. shout out breasts. Yeah, like, see, that's why I said no. <laughs> shout out That's ample. why I said no because I knew Jacoby had a way better win than whatever. You a Saint. I, 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 I am a Saint, son. Boy, am I. And uh, me and Ice Chest and that motherfucker. This this is like uh, this was right after I switched from drinking. Uh, so is you and Ice Chest naked in the jacuzzi? Me and Ice Chest 
naked in a jacuzzi <laughs> with this bad bitty. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I don't regret it. I wish I'd do it over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Nothing, n- n- nothing illicit, you know what I'm saying? But just, you know, like, you know. It's a good memories. Junk yeah. and such. And, you know, of course, you know, Titans were out out and about. But <laughs> we like that. And uh, go Saints, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. The the rest is uh, history. And uh, there hasn't been a greater moment since in, yeah. <laughs> in football for me. <laughs> I thought you were going to hit the uh, Ed Orger on there for a second. But I guess <laughs> I can't. I can't do it like Coach O. <laughs> it's okay. We can make fun of him. He ain't the head coach no more. <laughs> but is it? Isn't that a sore subject? Is it or isn't it? For him, maybe. I know uh, they gave him like uh, I want to say like twenty eight million dollars. Okay. Yeah, he's he's perfectly fine. <laughs> but uh, he's got him a good fishing spot. I guarantee it. So this. So what's y'all's favorite Void memory? Tony, that. Ooh. It's like you're doing a Tootsie Roll wrapper. <laughs> you know they got a lot. You know you go to the convenience <laughs> store. <laughs> you know you go to the convenience store now and they have unwrapped Tootsie Rolls in a bag. Favorite void memory. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go first. It's I think last year. Last year. Um, last year I really I really stepped over the boundary. With the experience, um, I'm very proud of the podcast for all that we accomplished, and that was our, our our first time legit like set up with equipment, and we did really well. Um, the extracurriculars kind of you know <laughs> go above uh, above and beyond what we accomplished with the podcast, and that's a n- separate you know story outside the podcast. But I. I really, really haven't like thought about really everything like I did that night since. Like everything, life in general. I um, I had a really, I had a really great experience. It's awesome. Uh, it's uh, it's it's everything that I had wanted. Out of the experience with getting with the podcast, uh, fuck the notoriety. I don't. I don't want that. I don't. I don't need that. I'm not trying to seek that out and trying to accomplish that. No, I, I have. I have enough notoriety. I, I, I suppose. Um, it's it's just the experience that's gained with being a part of it. Is all I'm gonna say. I guess that's where I was gonna tie what like one of my favorite things about you know the void is is just being a part of it and it was after the void when it really set in when we were doing like the Krampus cleanup and uh Chuck and Will both came up and were like hey we loved what y'all did at FET we loved how y'all had it set up we loved the interviews it all turned out great and then that you know was like my favorite part you know cause you know it felt like we you know were a part you know like a, a successful part of it, you know. Yeah, I love hearing those interviews, man. I, I love to uh, uh, listen back on all of them. Texas Marlin, son, that puts you in perspective, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
Shout out John Curry, man. <laughs> Fucking love John, dude. <laughs> Actually, that was gonna be my um, one of my favorite parts of uh, Fit would be uh, John Curry set. Um, I guess he's literally the not this past one of the year, most the honest before. people. Uh, just like because it was like his set was late and it was on Avon's. Yeah, it was Avon's because that that was the year that we actually got to use. We didn't get to use Avon's last year. The year before last. And it was just like, um, John's set is just him with acoustic guitar and harmonica. And it's like, we do a lot to, to, to build production on stages and make sure the sound is impeccable. And then, you know, there, there's like, you know, a set like John's where it's just an acoustic and a microphone and, and the and the vibe that people surround the stage is just it's pure and real and what and raw what, and what I think you know like the the whole gathering of music is 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 a, a lot it's I wouldn't say mostly about but it's it's what I think is is a large um part of it you know um the raw um and simplicity of of expression and one man on a stage and uh no lasers and fog even though lasers and fog are awesome <laughs> dude but we got dude, that too last, we got that too baby last yeah. year set the first time y'all performed it dude it was just like the fog was released the lasers hit and the stars were out <laughs> and it was just like i'm in oakdale of all goddamn places experiencing everything i never thought i would mm -hmm. you're in the void in the void yeah and uh and and on top of that what i what i was saying you know it's like like that john set was super sentimental because that was the year that we we lost our buddy and um it was like a certain song that just kind of hit struck a chord with me but it was just like also a point where i was just like it, I, I, every year I reach these pinnacle moments because it's it, it's always months leading up to the void and like those two three days that are technically the festival just fly by yeah. and like but there's always like pinnacle moments and like oh we did it or like oh like you know you can actually breathe at a certain point but um, that was one and then uh, Sunday this year um, the skitter stage was rolling to like. I'd say about eight thirty in the morning. Yeah, hard. <laughs> but what was cool is there was a uh, a heavy fog in the morning, um, and the the moon was still out, and the, the sun was also up. So it was daytime. The moon was up, and it was fog. So there was lasers too. So it was like daytime lasers. It was the craziest thing I've ever <laughs> one, one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Like it, it's daylight, but there's lasers. You know, it's like, you ever seen that? No, I didn't. I didn't get to see that. I was, uh, uh, um, I, I was, I was wrapped I was up there. in the bed. <laughs> at hey, eight. sometimes them sheets. Yeah, stuff. I was there with a loss of words. <laughs> what about you, Donnie? What you got, Bo? So I got, man, just, I got two at least. But uh, one was uh, back in the uh, the old Plan B, we call it, when we had uh, set up at Papa Charles farm ranch whatever this place was and uh there was a lot of stuff going on a lot of work going into it we probably definitely weren't ready for what we were about to try to do 
Um, and then besides that, the weather had a whole different plan. I came in the night before, crazy storms, rained like the floods, gates opened up from the gods, and it was just like focused on us for hours and hours. I woke up with like six inches of water all around my tent, all over the property. Stuff was just like semi-destroyed. And then the weather forecast moving forward had turned from like thunderstorm possibility to now tornado watch and hail. So we had no choice but to cancel. And uh, I remember on that day, at one point, I kind of escaped the, the cleanup for a second. I went and found our friend Rachel. And like I just started like bawling, crying. Like All these like emotions came out. All this stuff came out. And it was just going through some personal things too and then just in the middle of this which a lot of us you know we all have our personal life as we're collectively doing this collective thing and uh and that year was just like you know it was a, a difficult moment in time but then fast forward from that which was being kind of like on the rock bottom for a moment and then fast forward like 10 hours later i'm now in the hardwood the family opened up this spot the community that was here showed up came out helped set up clean up break down stick around and all of a sudden i'm watching like some of my closest friends up there pouring their hearts out on the stage i'm looking around at this community of people getting down dancing and all of a sudden i was like feeling the highest of highs and you know for me sometimes like you don't hit those highest of highs unless you come from the lowest of lows and that and that whole uh just 12 hour period from like experiencing that to that it was just like i love that memory um, and then the next one was the one we did two years ago when it was still kind of COVID time and, uh, we're never really sure if we were going to be able to do it or not. And, uh, it's the, that's the year y'all capped it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We just did a hundred tickets yeah. and, uh, tried to make it, you know, super safe, but felt really strongly that it, it was necessary and needed to happen and, uh, and that we could do it in a safe way in a, in a big outdoor environment. Um, and we did it, and like maybe like half halfway into the first night, just like looking around and seeing the people, every single person that walked on this property that day just had this like look of like this like relief and happiness and joy, and just seeing that in so many faces and knowing that like people share with me like before I came here, there was a moment like not long ago where I was wondering if like this would ever happen again. I thought the same thing. You know, and then to walk in here and, and feel all of it, you know, it was just like, it was, it was a really beautiful year. Like, be- even before you said relief in my head, it was like, it was, that, it was relief for me, even, even they just like, thank goodness. Thank, thank you guys for like, you know, persevering through. Cause that was like, that was like post to where like everybody's done through the, you know, pandemic quarantine, shit like that. Like mm-hmm. everybody needed an out. Mm-hmm. Everybody needed a, a vacation from themselves, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And what better way than like? Well, if you ask me, I mean, this is like you know, everything that happens out here is healing. You know, true. I know that uh, you know part of our festival focuses on like healing and wellness, but uh, if you ask me, like stepping on this property is healing. You know. Stepping into that Avon's for the John Curry set is healing, you know. Being around community is healing, you know. And 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 so all these things, you know, when in the middle of all the the COVID and, and all that and all that stuff, like this is a medicine, you know. And people need it. I think like 
whenever we, especially with Joe and I, I think we need to focus more on the mental health aspect because that's what, you know, is like the, the, the main message that needs to, needs to be like, you know, portrayed like y'all, y'all do this not for yourself. Y'all do this for everyone else. Well, it's, it, it, it helps us, you know, it's, it's our medicine, you know, it's yeah. like the void is, is this crazy, weird psychedelic uh part big party you know and and like we don't try to cover that up it is a big party and uh but it it it's our our baby you know and it's our our work of art um that that caters to the types of of eclectic music and and uh community that we have created but it's the passion that each individual person finds in their own craft and what you guys are doing with third coast you know the fact that you guys have your your you work your your jobs and 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 you you raising kids raising babies and and you and, but you put in time to do this it's your craft it's your hobby it's it's what makes you happy you know and like that that in itself is inspiring and if the void helps you guys see a new path and 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 helps you guys expand that then that's what we do you know with oh, the it void, has, you man. Know? from the so. ver- from the very beginning to where like like it was pretty much from from you, Charlie. Just like you told us, you loved and admired what we're doing, and I don't know if it goes with Joe and Terrence because like Terrence Terrence has started this podcast and he had invited me into it, and then a couple weeks later we invited Joe into this, and now it's just Joe and I, and we've gained so much more perspective just by being. Now, I wouldn't really say like allowed the experience, but by being a part mm. of the Void family itself, we've we've gained so much more perspective about it, and like we've gained so much just by just by your guys's help without even y'all helping, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it that was uh, that was uh, our our end to get out, pretty much. And it's it's alleviated so much more stress than we we could ever fucking, you know, think about or or talk about, man. Like it's, it's just even even like like I said, like our, uh, what we what what we have accomplished so far in such little time, it's it's not a big spread, but to us, it's fucking phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? And I I appreciate everything and every chance. In every experience, everyone we've met, and it just it's just like a it's an ongoing because like f- from from you, we're an artist. To us, we're just bullshitters. We're not bullshitting. We're not liars. You know what I'm saying? Well, we're doing this. This is a hobby now. That could you know? be your slogan, bro. Third Coast Podcast presents the art of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Right on, man. I'm not. I am about it, about it, bro. <laughs> but like, it's we've we we've come so far with with doing. It's not. I I hate to say minimal effort, but we're doing the effort that we can because of the life that we have. We have to work, and the uh, the time. I've only Joe Joe has been a part of more podcasts than I have because there's certain times that I had to miss. Mm-hmm. But as of since it's just been Joe and I, I've I've missed less. 
right? Like I have, I haven't missed hardly any. It's that obligation kicking in. Oh, obligation! That's such a fucking bad word to say. <laughs> it's like well, a- <laughs> the, the thing about it is, man, this is y'all's passion. It's, it it brings joy to you, and um. You, you, know, well, like, you gave me confidence in it, man. I used well, yeah, to think, I, I hate know. my fucking voice, dude. But well, you, me you, too, bro. But, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> no, you, you, but you, 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 made no me, you, you made me feel more okay about doing it because you told us, like, dude, just fucking keep doing it. I love what you're doing. I'm like, all right, man. It's yeah. one of the things I've always loved about Charlie is. Uh, Always a constant encouragement. Mm-hmm. Always uh, something really positive to say that you need to hear because um, maybe you still can't necessarily realize it or see it. And uh, always just like pushes you forward, you know. I feel like a lot of people in this life uh, want to compliment uh, people more, but they hold their tongue because it's not cool to compliment people. But. Every, we're all thinking like, oh, that, that motherfucker's cool as fuck. I want to, I want to kind of be like everybody him. loves no, a compliment. <laughs> everybody loves a compliment. Yeah, everybody, but nobody, nobody, no matter what, nobody it is. wants to like break down their own barrier just to tell somebody else, hey, I notice you. You doing a good job, you know? And like, if there was more of that, then the world would be a better place, bro. Because, because people like we automatically as human beings revert to negativity within ourselves if we were trapped on a desert island that's the main reason why we would go crazy or kill ourselves other than starvation it's because of of our own negative doubts because of of, because of self-criticism but we'd accomplish more if we came together Mm -hmm. and like sometimes you ain't got to do it all by yourself you know you guys are the only ones on the mics and and you guys are doing third coast and like you're not alone like because you got the community to back you and like and like a lot of people don't have that and we're all blessed to have a bunch of friends who are down to just support each other because we're all doing the same shit bro we're all screaming into the void trying to express ourselves with you know without like seeking out recognition like i said earlier but like i want i want to say like we have i've talked about this and probably well over a year it may have been two years this is like a, one of the, the first times i brought it up whenever you did one of the first podcasts in my my old house mm. right over there. yeah with zach exactly Charles edwards um the first time i met charlie it was at christmas in the country in elizabeth louisiana right down the road it's the first weekend of every december they host this christmas festival called christmas in the country this motherfucker was in the tennis court on his skateboard, handstanding. <laughs> I was like, hey, bro, I skate too. I do. <laughs> Let's skate. He never, I was never as good as those guys. I mostly held the camera because I could, you know, keep up. But he never, like, you know, he was like, nah, dude, let's go skate. Yeah. And That's what's awesome about skateboarding. Let's too, go man. skate, dude. It's like it, skateboarding. I really the science behind skateboarding and like what it did for me, just about like understanding. That, like that was the first alternative community that I've ever experienced. That wasn't like a sporting team. Like my dad and my family always wanted me on the sporting t- events because you know it taught you how to be a team player and gave you drive and like oh you'll never quit and things like that. But it was like a 
a, always a weird like us versus them mentality that that sports team just I never really it's like a rebel aspect you know yeah hey, you fall like, you, know, you fall you're gonna it's an American thing yeah like Ford and Chevy and you know <laughs> McDonald's and Burger King you know red blue Republican Democrat sorry I know y'all don't talk politics but. That's just a general but no, but, statement. Well, Competition. Yeah, but, but when you skateboard, but, but whenever exactly. you, whenever so, you fall and fuck up, you're gonna you're gonna immediately so, get back up and try it again. So so the the community aspect of skateboarding is like everybody has their own different style of skating, which yep. is really, what's really cool. And and like you're all on the same team. You're skateboarding. So if your homie lands a trick that dude, he's been the, trying and everybody's ass. like yeah fuck yeah and dude like, and it's not it's never like oh you know and I mean they have competitions and stuff but even then you see at the competitions like after the competition all the, all of them are just like celebrating together right you know? right it's like yeah. It's 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 like everybody has an appreciation for the one art of skateboarding so it's just like everybody wants to see each other succeed and excel through the sport so like skating was just like it was just you know brain blast let me ask you this do you remember the first the first time you landed a kickflip yeah where were you in my driveway dude in your driveway (laughs) i was underneath the pavilion at the cali church oh yeah i was probably the only person that saw it (laughs) was jr okay (laughs) the only person that saw it was jr and he was like dude did you just because it it looked like almost like a varial because it was like I, i fucking just flung it and i and i hit it yeah, and after that, I didn't land another one for like a, a fucking year. And that feeling, that feeling of <laughs> persistence, like just trying and trying and trying to trick, trying to trick, trying to trick, and you'll never. You feel like you. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that people that don't skate don't understand. Like, how is this person over here doing this same thing over and over again, throwing themselves down a staircase? It's persistence. Like, and like all of a sudden they land a trick, and then you ride away from it. That feeling of riding away from a trick is just like the most free glory. Yeah, yeah, you're the you're the you're. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to bring this back, kind of like the word tight. Oh, yeah, I remember saying, oh, dude, that shit was tight. You were a bamf. You're a badass motherfucker after that. Regardless of what anybody's thought, like, dude, no, I'm a badass. I did that. That roll away, that roll off. Yeah. That was like the recognition for yourself. And when your homie lands something, everybody wins. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know? oh, I've, been seeing him, cool. I've been seeing him fuck up. I see him break fucking three boards trying to land yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's like, yeah, like I was with him when he landed it. I was like, you know, I was there. Like, <laughs> I got a cool uh, skateboard story. So, uh, Koba is involved in this oh, one God too. Damn it! So, uh, know. as everybody knows, I'm a, a full figure dude. So, skateboarding is not my forte. You're a figure skater. <laughs> my forte, <laughs> but uh, so I uh, doing this YouTube video one time with Jacoby. Mm. <laughs> And the one trick I landed was smacking him in the back with a skateboard. BBC. This is whenever a fucking jackass was taking off and we're like, oh, those guys are super cool because they're fucking themselves up. Let us be super cool and let's just fuck ourselves up. And yeah, that was being, the thing. Yeah, me being the little guy, everybody else is fucking like well over six feet fucking tall and I weigh a fucking buck and a half. So yeah tackle me in some fucking you know holly bushes or allegedly mm-hmm. hit me in the back with a goddamn mystery board that was us growing up with the yeah. video camera like jackass that whole series like literally viva la bam and us all that little shit. kids yeah. out there with video cam- <laughs> our mom's video cameras just straight up annihilating ourselves in our front yard <laughs> i will say the, the <laughs> first because we thought it was cool the first quarter pipe i ever seen <laughs> Those tapes exist somewhere 
Uh, Ours does, and yeah, uh, probably, we're not going to say what it is. Please don't, you son of a bitch. Um, but the first quarter pipe I ever seen at you know a buddy of mine's house was actually Charlie's house. You know, he actually had like was it like a four foot quarter pipe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, I was like, wow. Yeah, that was my thing, bro. I used to build yeah. ramps. My uh, Kirk like showed me around a, a skill saw and. And shout out D Web, G Web. You know, y'all had those ramps inside the yeah, warehouse and here, shit, man. Here at the hardwood, like Fuck the warehouse, yeah. like before I knew how to clean anything, it was just like we would sweep away all the the shit just in front of the ramps and like that was just, we had it all decked out. Like, and then and then John it. started building some kickers. Uh he had a couple of grind setups and shit like that, a couple of boxes and Oh, you know, we we had it here. We had you know we were we were doing things and yeah we were fucking ourselves up along the way but it's fun man it's when you when if you fell it's just like with anything everybody's gonna fail but you're only gonna learn something by failing mm-hmm. you well, know? my only skateboard story was a burning man story he's like <laughs> punk rockers came out to burning man built a half pipe <laughs> and at the top of one side of the half pipe a platform that went up and it was like basically they had like a little like plywood two room and on top of it they put a stage up oh shit and they would just play music all the time nice. and they would just sing stuff like fuck hippies <laughs> we fucking hate hippies yeah da, 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 da. they were yeah. just expressing themselves and they were accepted there to do it you know I was saying, that's the thing that like <laughs> they, would, they would let people come up and do the half pipe and i never skated before I me mean, i had like a skateboard remember i never really skated but I was like. Meanwhile, they paid like four hundred dollars to be there. At the I want to try to. I want to try to. I want to try to fall into this half pipe, you know. So I got up there. Drop in. Yeah, drop in. Drop yeah. in. Yeah, and dropped, uh, but it it. <laughs> definitely here to say I did not succeed, but I did go at it about ten times and like bust my ass in the half pipe. And then finally, I was like, but when, right. whenever you you fell into it, like the drop in, you like just ate your shoulder up, or were you like skipping back, dragon tail? Shit like that. Because a lot of times yeah, people, wasn't, people put too wasn't much going down hard enough or something. And putting too much weight forward. And then you'll fucking just like rake your fucking shoulder against that. Or some people won't put enough weight forward and then just like slick back. I don't remember too much, but it hurt. It, it hurt. It hurt a little bit. Hell yeah! Not enough to not maybe like stop doing it a few more times, but then it hurt enough to be like, okay. Was, how how tall? Cool. How tall was the drop in? Wait, what? Six feet? I eight think about feet, six feet. Six feet. Like that. That's 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 pretty big. Yeah, that's pretty fucking big, dude. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. That's pretty fucking big. <laughs> that's well, big it was a me. decent size half pipe. I gotta go build build a fire, guys. Yeah, dude. Let's wrap this up, man. Uh, this a wrap pleasure. it up. Wrap it. Oh fuck, we can do that real quick, man. Uh, oh yeah, you want to hear a little piece? <laughs> hey, so hey Donnie, 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 I want to do some high 16s real quick, dog. <laughs> Just to close this out, you know. Although, uh, final. Uh, we'll let uh, uh we'll let Donnie prayer. do that. I just want to say, dude, thank you, thank, thank you, Charlie, and thank you, Donnie, for being a part of this. And uh, Joe, Joe being here after Donnie does this, we'll do a uh, quick words of wisdom and fucking end this motherfucker. No, this is dude. beautiful, bro. Like you guys are um, mastering the art of uh, the satellite setup. Bro. We're, we're, we're out get, here, bro. We're this is awesome. Bro. We're getting there. Finally, the the wind you died out. It, the fucking the stars are out, bro. I'm ready to fucking burn something, bro. Let's yeah, go. Thanks for having me out here, guys. Dude, thank you, thank you so much for being a part of this. But uh, we'll do it again go, soon. Go ahead, Donnie. Tell me something. Yeah. You know, just chilling, third coast podcast with my partners, about to pass, got the mic on and I got the grass, 
doing my thing. Yeah, oh, excuse me. Don't know if we can say it, but you edit that thing. So we're going to do that while we do that out here on the void where we like to do that. The green grass and the nice spring flowers sitting here April nights after hours. Got the cool breeze coming right through. Yeah, you know, we on the third post coming through. Watch out. That's the podcast, the third coast sitting back. Yeah, you know, we from the dirty coast. That's okay because we love you the most. We're here to stay. So come on out and play. We got the void coming not too far away. I think September 30th, October 1st is the day. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, no matter how fucking soft that pillow is, stay dreaming. Because it's only up to up to you to get it accomplished. Yeah, you're right. Hell yeah. What, I gotta go next? Yeah, go mm-hmm. ahead. Um, you son of a bitch. Always give, uh, always give flowers to the people that are supporting you the most. Because sometimes you might let them fall to the wayside because you're used to them doing so much for you. But always, always give thanks and everything to the people that help you grow the most. We set goals, we reach them, and then we win again. But until then, rock and roll. Everything's right, so just hold tight. Fuck yeah. <laughs> hey, man, this has been a fucking hell of a ride. Fucking thank y'all for tonight. This has been Third Coast. All right. What it do, Gators? That's uh, that's Gator. I'm supposed to be a little baby Cray or some bullshit, apparently, to the guy who draws shit for us. Uh, <laughs> shout out A.A. Ron. Um, we got Mudbug, baby. Mudbug, yeah. I'll be Mudbug, yeah. Uh, we got fucking Donnie here with us. Thank you again. Follow him on uh, Just Wandering. We got Charles here at Sir Charles on Instagram. I don't know anything else, uh, uh, any other platform. Uh, thank y'all so much Everybody for being a part here. of this, dude. Um, Live in Oakdale, Louisiana, the only and first podcast of Oakdale. Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, tell your mama I said hi. <laughs>